That's our new intro. Skibbity bobbity. Every time we do that, it reminds me of that episode of Bob's Burgers when <laughs> Bob is like, Teddy, scat. Yes. <laughs> like, to tell him to get out, and he starts doing that. I think of the, there's a YouTube video called The Scat Man. Oh, and God. You would think it's poop, but it's not. It's some guy just going, I'm the scat man. And in the back, you just hear, shoot up, shoot up, shoot up, shoot up, shoot up. How does one word have so many meanings? Because <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> History isn't real. History real. <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> hello. Um, hello. Hello. This is the Tipsy Tay. So this is Tay, and that's Tipsy. The Tipsy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, this is Topsy. The elephant. Topsy. The elephant. <laughs> <laughs> Always bringing it back to Bob's Burgers. What can we say? What can we say? We're huge fans. Anyway, Please sponsor so... us, Bob's Burgers. <laughs> Please sponsor us, Bob. Just Bob. <laughs> um. So today we're going to talk about um a couple of things. It started out as just Robert the Doll, but uh, that's like not a super long story. So I added in a few things. So basically, I went on a tour at the Fort East Martello Museum um and it was a haunted tour so I'm kind of just gonna go over everything that they touched on there (laughs) so it was Robert the Doll now it's Robert the Doll plus and friends (laughs) yes Robert (laughs) the Doll and friends including a corpse that was that Taylor um, found on her excursion. Yes. <laughs> and we'll talk about that later. Anyway, <laughs> I found it myself. Myself. So I may or may not have put their corpse there myself as well. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> um so first we'll start out with Robert because Robert, you know, he's literally apparently the most haunted doll in the world and um i'm gonna be respectful to him because apparently people who are not respectful to him get haunted and have horrible things happen to them so we're gonna say robert is the most haunted doll and we love him okay (laughs) so robert the doll was originally owned by a young boy named robert eugene otto in the early 20th century the doll Standing at three feet tall, so he's a, he's a big Taylor's boy. height. Literally, basically. <laughs> um, he was crafted in the likeness of a sailor, so he has a little sailor suit and a little sailor hat. Um, and he also holds some sort of animal. Some people say it's a dog. Some people say it's a lamb. But whatever it is, its name is Leo, like my dog. So that's a little creepy. <laughs> Um, and also, can I tell you something else that was really creepy? Um, so the day after I started writing the story, which was when I was at your house, Joshua, Mm -hmm. when I had to go to work the next day, I had a patient come in whose name was Robert Eugene. (gasps) Robert Eugene, last name the doll. (laughs) I can't say last name for HIPAA reasons but yeah his name is robert eugene and i was like you have to be kidding me like what are the odds anyway this year he's 119 years old the doll so so um, he was around when harry truman was around where is harry truman (laughs) um Maybe he's at this fucking museum, too. Who knows? Um, So, there is some speculation on the origins of Robert the Doll. So, a lot of people think that it was made by a servant of the family that practiced black magic. And then when she was fired, she cursed the doll. That's, like, the legend behind it. But the museum actually confirmed that it was made in Germany at the Stief Company. So, it's it was not... 
like a handmade thing, but it is apparently one of a kind, and so he's. But it I was mean, a, was it mass produced? I don't think it was mass produced. Um, I think it was. It was made to be in like window displays or something. That's Which weird. is kind of weird, because when you look at him, you're like, uh... Why would he be in a window? <laughs> yeah, and like, I don't know, he just does not look like he would be in a window, but apparently that's what he was mm. actually made for. Not at all. <laughs> so, oh yeah, I sent you a picture. He's, I mean, not to disrespect my pal Robert, but he <laughs> looks creepy as shit. But he's also almost 120 years old, so he's probably, like, decomposed a little bit, you know? So, Robert, the boy that owned him, named the doll Robert after himself, (laughs) treated it as if it were a living companion, and then he said that he needed to go by his middle name, Eugene, because Robert was the doll's name, and not his. And... That's my cat, Oliver's middle name. I call him Oliver Eugene all the time. Oh my god. The twists and turns just keep coming. <laughs> um, So, Eugene, now going by Eugene and not Robert, his parents reportedly became concerned when they heard their son talking to the doll in his room, but then they would hear responses in a different voice. And it was like a from what I remember, it was Stop, like a that's so deep, scary. Yeah, like a deep voice that like a kid, a young child would not be making. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> Creepy. And then obviously, other strange occurrences soon began to unfold in their house. They would hear footsteps, giggles, and then other malicious activities would go on. And every time anything happened, Eugene would just say, Robert did it. Which... As my shot glass says, Robert did it. I got a Robert the doll shot glass at the museum, guys. Don't look him in the eyes. Don't. His little beady eyes. (laughs) Taylor, that's not respectful. Uh, We're pals. He knows. Um, We're pals. (laughs) We're like BFFs. He actually visits me in my dreams. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, don't ever come over to my house again. (laughs) So the Otto family's misfortunes basically seemed to escalate and they just thought that Robert the doll was cursed and was causing all these problems. So they banished him to the attic and he just stayed there for years. And Eugene, who also went by Gene, (gasps) another tie to Bob's Burgers. Gene Belcher himself. I think this is this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Robert, Bob, Bob the doll. <gasps> I think this is just fanfic. Robert the doll is just fan fiction of Bob's burgers. It's it not real. <laughs> <laughs> so Gene <clears throat> Oh. Also when I went on this this tour of the museum. It was a ghost tour and people, so the tour guide kept sending random people into things by themselves to like see if anything happened. And when we got to Robert the doll, they sent these people in with a spirit box and they got the word Jean on the spirit box. Stop. Like when in they front went of you? To the doll. Well, they said they got it on the box. We didn't hear it because they went in by themselves, but. Wow. Yeah, Whatever, but they were like, bitches. I think we got the name Gene. Anyway. <gasps> so, basically, when Robert was in the attic, Gene, like, kind of forgot about him and things went back to normal. Um, as he got older, he eventually went to school. He went to New York. He went to Paris. He also got married in Paris. So I'm jealous as fuck. Um, he Emily got married in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> he got married to Annette Parker in Paris in 1930. Um, And then together, they both eventually moved back to Key West to his, the house that he lived in as a child. They found the doll, brought him back into their lives. And he kind of just started acting the same way he did when he was a child. Like Robert was his friend. He was 
a real person. Um, everything started up again. And there was even talks of, like, domestic violence against his wife. I don't know if any of it was ever, like, proven. But anytime he was accused of anything, he would just say that Robert did it. So that kind of became, like, Robert's little catchphrase, you know? Robert did it. Every time anything happened. And then Ugh. Gene died in 1974. And then two years later, his wife died. So they were living in his childhood house um but after their deaths the auto house was sold to myrtle rooter i love a good myrtle <laughs> i love a nice myrtle <laughs> she owned the house for 20 years um i'm pretty sure like she had robber and he was just like a part of her life as well i don't know how far that went but in 1994 she like frantically ran into the museum and was like here take this guy and gave robert the doll to the museum here take this let let it yeah. torment you guys <laughs> right me <laughs> <laughs> um and when robert the doll was living in that house there would be, you know, I already mentioned, like, the footsteps, the giggling, all that stuff. Think People seeming to be cursed. But then also children would see him moving around, like, through the windows. So, like, if he was in one Stop. spot, then they would see him, like, get up and, get move, up and move to, like, another spot. Yeah. And. <laughs> Absolutely so, not. That's terrifying. Yeah. I don't like it. So. <laughs> The house, which is at 534 Eaton Street in Key West. Robert the Doll has been doxxed. <laughs> well, he's not there anymore. <laughs> but apparently the house is now a guest house. Um, so I'm assuming kind of like a Airbnb type of thing. Like you can rent it out, I'm guessing. Um, I didn't look into the details. And I also didn't look to see if I had like walked past it while I was there. But that would have been cool. Um, guests there claim to hear the same thing. Footsteps, giggling, um, and then today, Robert the Doll obviously is on display at the Fort East Martello Museum in Key West, where I went, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I saw him, and it was creepy. I will tell you, I didn't really feel anything on, like, the ghost tour. So, we had, like... EMF detectors. Everybody got one. And um I would have stole it. <laughs> I should have. Oh my god. <laughs> They're kind of touchy though, because like if you like touch a certain spot of it, it'll go off. If you like get your phone out at all, it'll go off. And there was one time where everybody's was going off in this like one area. And I <laughs> honestly, we probably didn't get any activity because I was like such the skeptic on this tour and I was like oh there's probably a wire over there and then the tour guide like walked out behind the group and was like oh yeah there's something over here that sets everybody's EMF detector off and I was like <laughs> okay I guess it <laughs> I'm like such a believer but such a skeptic at the same time you know <laughs> like um but when we saw Robert the Doll, so this was my experience. We didn't really have anything happen like on the rest of the tour, but when we sat down to watch Robert the Doll, me and Ronnie both started feeling ill, which I had been drinking a lot on the trip, so maybe that was part <laughs> of it. Maybe that was a little bit. <laughs> but both of us starting feeling like sick to our stomachs, like nauseous and like we were going to throw up. And Ronnie felt like something touch him. Um, Where? Where did it touch him? I think on his leg. But oh. he literally, like, we were both just sitting there and they were about to start the video because they have like a little intro video on Robert the Doll. And it's at the end of the um, tour. He was like the last thing that we get to see, right? And Ronnie's sitting there and then he goes, oh! And I was like, what? And he was like, something, I feel like something just touched my leg. And then he said that it felt like that for like the rest of the night. 
like the rest of the time that we were in the Robert the Doll thing. And we both were like looking at Robert because people say that like his expression will change or like his head will move positions or something like that. Um, and so we were all like watching him intently and then we both just were like, oh, we do not feel good. <laughs> like it was creepy. That's I would say so creepy. Uh-uh. Yeah. So the big thing with Robert the doll is that it is said that those who take photos of him without asking permission may be cursed and experience a string of bad luck until they formally apologize to him. However, if you take the specific Robert the doll haunted tour, which is what we took, they tell you not to ask permission. And basically their reasoning is like, Oh, it's like a fun thing for the museum to do. The people who run the museum don't understand the paranormal. So they're like, oh, you have to ask permission. But the people who are like, were on the paranormal side of this, they're the paranormal experts, quote unquote, you know, Mm -hmm. they're like, if you ask him permission, one, you don't know if you actually get permission or not, because what is it? Is it going to tell you? Yes. You don't know. And you also don't know exactly, like, what you're asking permission <clears throat> for. So, like... Yeah. You're kind of opening yourself up to whatever is in the stall. Yeah. yeah. So, basically, they say, don't ask permission. Just take the picture. If, like, you know... That's don't, wild. Don't try to open yourself up to... Because, who knows? Like, there's people who think it's demons. There's people who think it's just spirits. Ugh. Like, nobody really knows... So, they tell you That's not so scary. to ask permission yeah, so that you don't risk anything. Not. But it's just, like, a fun thing for the museum to be like, oh, you have to ask permission, like, to make it seem scarier. But then it's like, Ugh. Anyway, so, at the tour, um, they talk about how Robert may be cursed or he may be inhabited by several spirits. They even show... This picture, sorry, I think Leo's hitting my door. <laughs> He's chewing on a bone out there and keeps hitting the door. <laughs> um, they talk about how he may be inhabited by several spirits, possibly demons, and they even show this one picture, and this is where my my debunking queen side comes out, because <laughs> I'm a debunker. And they say the best ghost hunters are, you know? Like, you gotta Period. debunk the things that Zach are Baggins clearly... Sucks. <laughs> and that's why you bring people like from the people from kindred spirits um, or like ghost hunters because they're a lot more <laughs> like Chip Coffee who does psychic readings over <laughs> FaceTime with his purple paisley <laughs> wallpaper. Oh my god, that kills me every time. But I do love kindred spirits because they do. I think there was one episode where they literally were like your house is not haunted. You have, like, a carbon monoxide leak. You guys have been slowly being poisoned. You guys need to vacate the premises now. (laughs) You've been hallucinating. (laughs) Um, yeah, basically. But they show this one picture where it looks like there's a shadow of a little girl like, spirit, they say. But, like, in the picture, there's a young boy getting a picture taken with Robert. So, I'm like, it literally is probably just the shadow of either the boy or of the doll. I don't, like, I don't know. (laughs) To me, I was like, "Mm, I could probably explain that away. But, okay. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Um, so, just a little bit more about Robert, and then we'll get to the rest So people have claimed that Robert the doll has caused car accidents, strokes, heart attacks, divorces, loss of jobs, loss of money, all sorts of horrible things. So if people think that they're cursed by Robert, they will write an apology letter to him for disrespecting him. And apparently Robert likes candy, so they also send candy to him. Um... Which is fun. Like, you know, I wish I could be a haunted doll and get a bunch of candy <laughs> sent to me, but whatever. It's not oh, plant-based, Taylor. It's not plant-based. 
Look at Mesta. <laughs> do you see him? No. Do you see this bitch? Come here. Do you see him now? I do. Look at Callie. He's so cute. Oh, let me see. Sounds like a fucking motorboat. <laughs> she does. Every time she walks, she's like... <laughs> she has that what's that show how to get away with murder she has that Annalise Keating walk where she just wobbles back and forth oh my god it's so funny um so yeah they send him letters they send him candy they try to apologize so on the tour the tour guide told us of a story of some teenagers who came to the tour and they were just making fun of him you know because they're teenagers and teenagers are fucking annoying mm -hmm. um so they were just disrespecting him and then the next day when they went snorkeling their boat that they were on just sank for no reason so they came back and apologized to Robert because they were like absolutely. And then their boat floated to the surface. <laughs> and then their boat reappeared on their doorstep the next day with flowers. <laughs> um, so, um, and basically that's, I mean, like there's stories everywhere about people who have had experiences with Robert the doll, but I didn't want to just like read other people's stories verbatim so d people just say that he causes a lot of like bad luck especially if they you know disrespected him or that's wild yeah so that is i mean there's stories of people like leaving the museum and they get in a car accident and all kinds of stuff but also like the traffic in key west is shit so that could be the traffic in florida is horrible <laughs> it is so to the museum itself, aside from just Robert the Doll, which is, like, their biggest attraction. Like, that's most of their, like, merch and shit, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But the museum itself is also supposedly just haunted on its own without Robert the Doll being there. Yo, stop trying to eat my robe. Um, my rose. Please. <laughs> so... Obviously, Fort East Martello Museum is an old fort, a military fort, Fort East Martello. But it wasn't actually used for military purposes because Key West already had another fort that was already in use. I think it was Fort Zachary Taylor. And we went there. I think that's the name of it. Um, that reminds me. Was it? There's this. Oh, where is it? There's this, like, abandoned military, like, island somewhere <laughs> in the U.S. Ooh. Wait, are you uh, talking about I, Alcatraz? No, 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 no. <laughs> it was, like, being, it was, like, being built during, like, the Second World War or something. I took a screenshot to show you because it was crazy, but something happened. I think the, I think some sort of recession hit because of the war or something. And so they just left it alone, but you're not allowed to go to it. Oh, like really? Sealed. Yeah, let me... Are you looking okay. up? No, I'm looking when Fort East Martello was built. Um, Hold on, because I have to get this name or it's going to bug that me. That sounds cool, and we... Go to in United States. Should definitely look into that, because it sounds creepy. It... None of these are ringing a bell. We'll figure it out. Also, I feel stupid because I said Alcatraz. That was a fucking jail. It was not I know, a that, fort. I thought you were like calling me dumb. I was <laughs> like, oh, maybe. And then I was like, wait, you also can go to Alcatraz. So honestly, though, I wouldn't be surprised because they do that show all the time. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. they never they never finished building this fort. It was constructed in Fort Jefferson. Where the hell is that? Yeah, it's Fort Jefferson. Where is Isolated that? Isolated of the Florida Keys. <gasps> what? Dry Tortugas National Park, Fort Jefferson. Oh, hey, we looked at going there, but we looked but at going to Dry Tortugas. Oh, yeah. Because you can't, it's whatever, I'll figure it out. I'm pissed. <laughs> when you were like, you can't go there, I was thinking... Povelia Island, but that's in Italy, and it's also Pro not Julia a fort. Island. 
Yes. <laughs> Algeria. Um, oh my god, I hate you. <laughs> so, the museum was built in 1862. I don't think it was ever Hold actually on, finished. It's in Baltimore. Okay. It's Fort Carroll. Fort Carroll. Baltimore. It's literally Baltimore? a man-made island. Just in the middle. Is Baltimore in Massachusetts? Maryland, maybe? Baltimore. I don't know. Let me see. I never took geography. You never took it? No, I didn't have it's to. Maryland. Oh. I'm stupid. <laughs> uh... I'm surprised I knew that. You know how, because when I think of like states and or where cities are located, mm-hmm. I just say it in the one that it sounds right with. So if I was like Indianapolis, Illinois, no, uh-huh. no. obviously Indianapolis, <laughs> Indiana. <laughs> uh huh. Right, right, right. It sounds right. Yes, yes. Honestly, that's like a good rule to live by. Just do whatever sounds right. You know. Period. Yeah. Of Period. course. So, okay. Oh. That... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry, guys. The tipsy parts get to me. <laughs> so, this fort you actually can go to. But it was built in, like, 1862. I don't think it's, like, fully finished because they were like, huh. You know, we don't need two forts on this little tiny Key West island. So... Instead of using it for military purposes, they used it as a hospital for people with yellow fever. And not surprisingly, a lot of them died. And there was this one tunnel called, they literally called it like the body chute because they would just throw all the bodies down there because it like sloped downwards. So it was colder than the rest of the place. And so it kind of like preserved their bodies. And guess what? What? The tour guide, I told you how he sends people into places by themselves. With a trigger object, by the way. So, he sent me and Ronnie down there. I was holding, I was holding, and this was by ourselves, me and Ronnie, in the dark, went down this long tunnel, and I was holding, like, a fucking Civil War sword, and Ronnie was holding a spirit box, and let me tell you that Ronnie hates anything that has to do with ghosts. And he <laughs> literally—I so, feel so bad for him. For that, when the guy told us that we were going down, Ronnie literally said no, and I said, "We're going." <laughs> I was shaking, and we got like a few things on the spear box, but I don't actually know what they said because the spear box like doesn't sound very clear, which might no, be isn't by it design. Like just- yeah, static, and then... Man, yeah, yeah, and then it'll say, like, <laughs> random words, and the guy was like, ask ask a name or something, and so we were like, is anybody down here? Like, what's your name? And we got, like, a few things, but I couldn't decipher what they said, and Ronnie was like, I think maybe they said the name Phil or something. <laughs> but yes, we were like... Civil War <laughs> Phil. We were, like, terrified. So we, like, ran down and then ran back up. And then we all went down as a group because at the end was, like, a door. And that's where we went outside. And that's where the spot where everybody's thing went off. And I was like, oh, I bet it's a wire. So it was scary. But I didn't really get, like, anything, you know? So. A good day. That is the end of the ghost part. But I am going to talk about one of the biggest true crimes, just briefly, that is associated with Key West. And it's really disturbing. So I'm going to give a trigger warning for necrophilia, (laughs) sexual assault, and just really nasty, disturbing details that if you don't want to listen to, just end right now. Because... It's gross. And this is the story of Maria Elena Helen Milagro de Hoyos. God damn. So they have her tombstone at the museum, and that's why. I bet it's large with all those fucking names. Yeah. (laughs) It is. 
Um, <laughs> and the story is fucking crazy. So just hold on to your horses. Hold on to your diapies, babies. Hold on, I need another <laughs> shot for this because it's bad. So Taylor just lost her coin. <laughs> oh my god. You're right. Leo's like digging at this bed behind me, so I don't know what he's about to do. I don't want to see. So, born in 1909 in Key West, Florida, Helen, she went by Helen with that long ass name she picked, you know. Yeah, yeah. Helen. She was a Cuban American woman that was apparently literally just known in Key West as a as being a beautiful woman. Like everyone, she was like locally known as a beauty. Which I fucking aspire to be her. That was her first mistake. Honestly, if we were going the victim blaming route, yes. Yes. (laughs) Uh, First mistake, being beautiful. (laughs) It, the story is just so horrible. Um, So in 1926, she married her husband, Louis Mesa. But she had a miscarriage, and so he left her. But, like, they just separated. They didn't, like, legally get divorced. So she was still legally married to him. Tragedy strikes, though, when she meets... Now I need you to hold on. Esteban Matoya, remember? Yes. From Sweet Life of Zach and Cody? Or my name, (laughs) is it? No. Um, This story, there's a lot of twists in turns, so just bear with me, okay? She meets Dr. Carl Tonsler, who also called himself Count Carl von Kossel, and he was a radiologic technologist at the local marine hospital, but to clarify, he was not a doctor. He just called himself doctor. Uh, he also, I don't know what a count is, but he wasn't a count. Um, he literally just called himself Count Carl von Kossel. Um, and I honestly, I don't even think he was actually a radiology tech. Like, I think he just like faked his credentials to get a job. As a radiology technician. What a different time. Yes. So his story is kind of complicated, obviously, as I just explained how all of that was so complicated. But he was born in Germany, and then during World War One, he kind of was like a prisoner of war, which I don't know a lot about World War One. I. I know a lot about World War Two, but not about World War One. So but because he was German, he was put in like some camp or something, and then he eventually was released. He moved around. My family moves around a lot. <laughs> <laughs> the butler. He the moved butler. around a lot. <laughs> the bad poopa. <laughs> I My wish family that moves was... around a lot. <laughs> I wish that was like his biggest crime. If he was like the mad pooper, that would be chef's kiss because it gets way worse but when he was released from his pow ish type of deal he ended up in florida which is where his sister had already immigrated to so he ended up in florida zephyr hills or something like that is what it was called and Throughout all of this, he did have a wife, and he also had two kids. I think one of them died from some illness. I don't think it was TB, because tuberculosis comes into play here in a minute. But she died from something. But he had two daughters at one point. Um, They all joined him in Florida. And then he, I'm assuming by himself, there's not like a ton of, you know, this is back in like the you know, early 1900s, so there's not, like, a ton of info, a ton of records. But he eventually went to Key West to work as that radiolo- radiology technician that I mentioned <laughs> earlier. Yeah. Um, 
at the U.S. Marine Hospital in Key West. But again, I don't think his whole family went with him. I think he just went, which I think was like kind of a common thing back in the day. Like, and especially with people who like immigrated places, they would just be like, okay, I'm leaving and you can join me later or I'll be back or something, you know? <laughs> um, so this story, though, takes a very dark turn when Helen was diagnosed with TB in the 1930s. And driven by this. an obsessive love for Helen, Carl, Ugh. who... At this point, had also claimed to have visions of a mystical connection with Helen. So the story to that is when he visited Genoa, Italy, he claims to be visited by a supposed dead ancestor who gave him visions of his true love. And it apparently was Helen. But remember, at this time, he also had a fucking wife. So... I think men are just trash. I think he's (laughs) just going to say that to be like, oh, she was my true love. But really, he just wanted to cheat on his fucking wife because he's a piece of shit. With with the beauty of Key West. Literally. Of course, your true love is the beauty of Key West. Yeah. Okay, Carl. Frumpy Pam down the street in HR. It's the beautiful, you know, woman that. And of course, it's not your wife. Doris. I'm pretty sure her name was like Doris. Like, okay, of course. Honestly, with a name like that, Taylor, it'd be hard to love. (laughs) Can you blame him? Can you? (laughs) True. So, basically, he found this girl and he was like, oh my god, this is my true love that I saw in a vision. And she was diagnosed with tuberculosis. So him, as a fake doctor attempted various unconventional and unproven treatments to save her life. So you do like x-rays, radiation, shit like that. (laughs) Give her all types of shit just to be like, Oh, this is going to save you. But he literally doesn't have a medical degree. So he has no idea what he's actually doing. Oh, I'm a doctor. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, Every time it just goes back to Bob's burgers. (laughs) So, despite his clearly best efforts, best, (laughs) quote-unquote, not surprisingly, Helen died in 1931 at the age of 22 to tuberculosis, which took out, actually, most of her family, because back then it was deadly. They didn't have antibiotics for it yet. Mm -hmm. So, Carl who was unable to accept his true love's death, stole her body from the mausoleum that he paid for to be constructed and to have her buried in. He stole her body in April of 1933, which is two years after his death, after her death. So... She was already kind of decomposed. She was already pretty... Yeah. So he took her remains to his home. He preserved it with wax and plaster. Oh my god, ew. He used a lot of perfume and disinfectant spray to help with the odor because that's probably atrocious. This is where it gets real gross, so hold on. He used piano wire to tie her bones together because Clearly, she was decomposing. He Uh would replace her skin, because she was fucking decomposing, with silk cloth soaked in wax and plaster of Paris. He would use her hair that he had previously received from her mother. So I guess when she died, he was like, oh my god, can I have some of her hair? And his mom, her yeah, like her mom just gave it to him. So he would make a wig with that. He put glass eyes in her eye sockets. Oh God! And he filled her body with rags so that it would keep an actual human shape and not just be like falling into itself. Oh my God! This is the worst part. 
obviously, after she was found, because that's how we know any of this happened, in 1940, at her apparently second autopsy of her remains, two actual doctors, not like Dr. Tonsler, but two actual doctors, Dr. DePoo and and Dr. Foraker, found that allegedly, this is not 100% proven, but allegedly her corpse had been raped because Carl had inserted a tube in her vagina so that he could But apparently they waited like 30 something years to say anything about it. So they're not 100% sure if that's actually true. But I mean, he literally went to all this trouble to do that. And so to me, that makes sense. Like, what else were you planning on doing with her corpse? You know, I can't believe he put a tube in her yeah. vag. Yeah. So he could still bang her. That's wild. Ugh. Ew. Can you just imagine, like, she's fucking no. <laughs> decomposed. Like, what? After two years. So, I mean, after two years, I have to assume this was in Key West. The body's pretty fucking yes. decomposed. Like, it's fucking hot down there, bro. What do you expect is gonna happen? You, and you know what's even sicker? What? You know they were maggots. You uh! know. Yeah. Because th- what do you think breaks down a body? Fucking uh, bacteria bugs. and bugs. Oh my god, I'm gonna throw up. Anyway, so <sighs> he lived with this corpse for seven years. And he believed that Helen's spirit inhabited her lifeless shell. He literally said that, like, he would go to her mausoleum when she was still in there, and her spirit would visit him. And that's why he took her body. Hold on. He lived with a corpse for seven years. Yes, and he just so kept replacing... nine years of decomposition. Yes. Because two... <gasps> yes. And he... I don't think AC was invented yet. Probably not. And even if no. it was, it probably wasn't good. No, when was AC invented? I have to see. When, when it was, was AC it was, invented? But still, oh, it okay. was nineteen oh two, but like it was still in but its it probably infancy. Was like, yeah, it was probably like a fan with like coolant or something in it. Yeah, like it was an ice box with a fan in front of it uh-huh. that just blew the air from the ice. Literally, like oh, oh god. my god, like oh, uh, it makes me want to vomit. But he thought that her spirit, like, came back and inhabited her body, which is like, okay, but then wouldn't she be alive? Like, I don't understand where your logic is coming from, (sighs) doctor, but okay. So eventually, obviously, the truth came to light in 1940s when authorities discovered this very disturbing scene in Carl's home after Helen's sister tipped them off because apparently there had been rumors of him sleeping with her corpse and dancing. Like people literally saw him dancing and like through the windows with her corpse. Ugh. So oh my God. Yeah. So eventually <laughs> they were like, mm, we should check this out, I guess. Mm. So he was arrested and charged with wantonly and maliciously destroying a grave and removing a body without authorization. And once they found her remains, they were then buried in a secret unmarked grave so that he could not do this again. (laughs) (laughs) So we don't know where she is laid to rest anymore, but... It's not the giant mausoleum that was built for her, that's for sure. That is beyond disgusting. So, basically, though, he was just let go with nothing because the statute of limitations was up on the charges. So he didn't serve any time. Yep. And he moved to Pasco County, Florida. Um, There wasn't really anything about his wife. Like, I... 
it's said that when he moved to Pasco County, he moved close to her. So I'm guessing they didn't live together. So I don't know if they were like separated or what. I mean, obviously, I would not want to be with someone who I thought had a was relationship a with a corpse. But <laughs> right. yeah, like, ugh, I don't know. Um, and then he apparently made a life-sized effigy of Helen with a death mask that he lived with until he died in 1952. What the fuck? So, yeah. I mean, he what was just obsessed like? with her. Um, What's his name Real again? fucking creepy. Carl Tonsler. T-A-N-Z-L-E-R, I think. He's got Ew, like the, what a freak! Yeah. Uh, and and show her corpse. Yeah. It's fucking but, gross and it's creepy and it's disgusting. So oh, there's sick. also yeah, there's also speculation that he murdered her on purpose by poisoning her. Apparently, they found a letter <sighs> supposedly written by him that said that he had poisoned her, so that he could let her. Be free and, like, not suffer anymore. So um, she might not even have had TB. I think she, like, definitely was diagnosed with it. But then he was like, oh, I'm a doctor. And I'm a doctor. He was, and he was like, I'll help you. I have all these cures. Because back then, there wasn't, like, the antibiotics that we have nowadays that could actually treat it. So most people that had it died. But he was like, oh. I can fix you. And so she was like, okay. And took him up on the offer. But then there's talk that he may have poisoned her because he, so he had confessed like his love for her, but he was in his fifties and she was like in her early twenties. And she was like, no, like you're an old man. And Ew, no. <laughs> yeah. And so he just had this fantasy of like being with her. And so it's thought that he poisoned her so that he could yeah. fulfill this fantasy. Oh but it's also like, she, I mean, she yeah. probably would have died anyway. I don't know when like tuberculosis antibiotics were made, but I know back then it was kind of like, if you get it, you're probably going to die. Some people come back from it but most people don't it was 1943 okay yeah so this was in the 30s so she probably would have died from it anyway yes which now is not used because it is now resistant to it but we have other antibiotics for it oh but yeah so that's the story of a lot of things real gross looking at his work it kind of still looks like a person. <laughs> if you want the God's honest truth. It looks yeah. like a really weird waxy person, but it's... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously disgusting. That's a, I'm not saying that it's not, but that... No, I mean, yeah. Still kind of looks like a person, but it's disgusting. And, yeah, and it's just like... I mean, he did that because he was like so, quote, in love with her, but it's like... I don't know. That's just... He had a fucking wife for one and two kids and just what? Like I I don't even want to think about it. It has me so disgusted right now. Well, and also like his wife and kids lived in Florida. Whether it was Key West or not, did they never come visit him? Like <laughs> nobody ever saw him? Like what? I'm confused. Ugh. Like, nobody ever came over and was like, hmm. You know, in seven years, nobody was like, hmm. wonder what dad's up to. Yeah. Or even, like, his uh, neighbors. Like, he's been, you, you know, I wouldn't approach that man. Well, that's true, I guess. I'd be kind of scared. but He looks like a creep. He does. Well, and you he know fucking what? just I think called himself doctor. Yeah, yeah, but, like, even looking at her, like, I don't know why. I feel like and it must be the times, but, like, I feel like people's faces and, like, their body shapes shouldn't mm-hmm. change over time. But I feel like everybody in that time, like, that era, 
the 1800s to early 1900s. Yeah. Late 18 to early nine, 19. Um, she looked weird. She, what is it? She looks like yeah. a flapper girl. You know? Is yes. that what it is? Yeah, she did. Yep. Yeah. In that picture. Yep. I mm-hmm. mean, she was very, very pretty, so... Yeah, but, but they yeah. all it, they all looked the same. Yes, back in that I time, agree. like it's yep. killing me. Yeah, so a little a little Robert the doll, a little dead corpse lady. You know how we do it over yeah. here at the Tipsy Chase. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll hit you with everything all at once. <laughs> oh, there's Max. Is that Max? No, that's Callie. No, that's Callie. This this bitch just I swear to God her big ass floats up here. I'm surprised she's using mystical powers. (laughs) Bitch, she's been doing parkour off these couches. Look at this. She's beaming with life. (laughs) Beaming with life on her prednisone and gabapentin. (laughs) Her Johnny's. That's what they call gabapentin. Like for on the street, they're called Johnny's. I came up and she's actually just a drug addict. She doesn't have cancer. (laughs) Probably. Yeah. Well, guys, All right. it it has been real. Thanks it's, for hanging out with us. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this beautiful story. Beautiful. It was so good. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. So next time, Josh is promising his Britney Spears story. It's done. It's done. We were supposed to record part one today, but I don't feel good. <laughs> I think we're both ill. Yeah. <laughs> with our our widow tummies. Um, but yeah, it's, um, we know that we're still behind on the episode. We're going to try to get caught up this next month. Yeah, we're going to do it. We got an extra day from the leap year, so we'll figure it out. Oh, Um, shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's leap year year. Leap, leap, you get it, leap year. (laughs) Yeah, so there's 29 days this year? Yes. That's Which is still weird. less than a normal month, so yeah. I don't know how we think we're going to get caught up, but whatever. We will. <laughs> All right, well, follow us on socials at the Tipsy Tays, and don't forget to email us and use the link in the show notes for giving us some recommendations. We have a lot of stories, obviously, that we want to do, but we always need more, so that's that guys have a have a good day great day goodbye